This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're about to launch into a Mad Wednesday Joy podcast. You are on Mad Wednesdays with Robbie and Dean. Dean, how are you going all the way over in the Collingwood studio today? I'm having an absolutely fantastic time. I'm loving dancing around these awesome tunes that we have here on Joy. I know. The dancing doesn't stop just because Dean and I aren't face-to-face. We're dancing even harder and even crazier because we can't even see each other. That's so very true. Now, today on the show, we have been talking about iconic queens in our communities who are doing some fabulous things to keep us entertained while in isolation. Yeah, And some of you have been sending us a whole heap of messages here, there and everywhere. I want to put out a little little love message I'd like to say. You're all texting us. What we'd love is for you, instead of texting us via our phones, to hit us up on 0427JOY949 or on air at joy.org.au. That's the Joy feed. Or you can always send us up on your Facebook page, can't you, Robbie? Yeah, absolutely. Head to the Mad Wednesday Facebook page and, and send us a message there. Obviously, we've got a lot of things going on in the studio, so we can't really monitor what's happening with our personal phones at the moment. We've got them in use for lots of other things. Um, we have Now, been... Rob... Go on. Robbie, I reckon uh, this time in isolation is a good opportunity for me to take the time to learn how to properly paint a drag face. God, I wish you would. What are you talking about, Dean? Frock's got a beautiful face. Oh, look, Frock's doing all right, but I think it's time to learn a little bit more. And luckily, there are some great queens who are doing just that online. Oh, absolutely there is. Jemima Hamville is one of them. Now, Jemima is known as one of the uh, one of the best makeup artists in Melbourne. Um, I don't believe that's just my opinion. I hear people say it all the time. I had a little chat with her about what she's been doing to entertain the masses from her own house. Um, let's have a hear from her. So I've been loving it. I've, I've been wanting to put some um, like positive energy and creativity and just make people laugh out there, which is my favourite thing to do in drag in an audience, so I thought, given that we're, you know, having to isolate ourselves, it'd be a shame to sort of lose that, so I've been popping on and I've been painting my face in the way of fellow drag artists to see how I go and how their sort of paint looks at me and if I can execute it, and it's been a lot of fun, we just sort of have a, have a bevy, I, you know, just have makeup on my face and um, we have a bit of a giggle. So I would say that that's uh, very cruel, Jemima. You are known as one of the best makeup artists that we have. I would say, in at least in Australia. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> how has the feedback been to some of the work you've done so far? Oh, incredible. I started off doing Lisa Man, um, which I found, you know, it was, that one was a pretty easy one because we are very similar in our sort of shapes and makeup. And then I moved to, um, I did Prozac last night, which was a real departure. And I, the feedback I've had from that was amazing. It took me four hours. Prozac is is quite an elaborate painter and I saw the look that you were trying to replicate. Uh, Yeah, it looked like a lot of work. It it was four hours it took me, but the other thing is I want to, like, do well by the artists I'm doing, so I I definitely want to try and do the best job I can. And I actually surprised myself a little bit last night with how well I did. Yes, good for you. Uh, What has the response been like from people? Uh, it's been incredible. I've had so many messages um, just saying thank you for like have, just putting something out there that people can watch and just distract themselves from all this craziness that's happening. And um, I don't consider myself necessarily um, a comedian by any means, but it's, it's great that I can just you know bring a bit of light, a bit of laughter and fun to all of this, especially when we're so isolated now. I mean, as a like um, 
because people who, as someone who's worked in an industry where it's all people, 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 it's nice to be able to still do that, even though I'm not standing in front of you. So it, it sort of it feeds my soul a little bit because I tend to get in my head about about things, and like if I was sitting at home doing nothing, it could be quite bad for me. But um, doing this in a responsive context we have a really positive effect on me as well. So it's sort of positivity all around, supporting each other. So it's been really, really great. Yeah. How has how has the sort of widespread shutdowns and stuff sort of per- personally affected you? Uh, well, pretty much I've lost every gig for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I am a, a full-time drag queen. I made that jump um, about halfway through last year to quit my day job and do drag, which is a big step. And I think as an artist, it's something that we strive so long to do, to be validated in our art in a sense of a working environment. So we did, we worked so hard. This is what we do and this is what we love. And then something like this comes along and it, it turns us on our head a little bit. But... Mm. Um, but I'm very, very lucky to work in a couple of venues who are still, you know, trying to create content and um, keep the community alive. So, like, Piano Bar is doing all of their live stuff. We're still doing Pitch Please Live. Same with Bodeville. They're going to be doing quite a bit as well. So, I'm working with both those um, venues to help create some entertainment for mm. people. So, we're still kind of just rallying together as a community, but it's, it's been a bit of a hard one for a salt trader like myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, as a creative person, which you are, you're an incredibly creative person and your your day-to-day life involves sort of putting something new and exciting out into the world. What what kind of toll does it have on you if you can't keep doing these things like you're doing now? Oh, I, I've always had to try and find ways of traveling creativity I mean I started as a ballet dancer and then I hurt myself and then I couldn't do that and then I fell into drag because I had all this energy I needed to do so that's how I started drag so now being able to at least still do that sort of creativity and put it out there like if I didn't have the internet or the online stuff I'd probably be going so crazy running up the walls at home like trying to develop something like do something because I get all these ideas and I just want to do it if that makes sense (laughs) Has has that been your main motivator? Because I know at the moment the stuff that you're sort of posting to your personal Instagram and stuff, you've been doing uh, essentially, I guess, free of charge. You've been providing some great content for all those at home. Has that been one of the motivations? What sort of spurs you on to, to put in the four hours and work, to put in the makeup jobs? Um, to entertain people. I mean, that, I mean that's, what, like, that's what I am. I'm an entertainer. I've always been an entertainer. Even back in my ballet days, I'm always on stage hopefully trying to bring a bit of you know, happiness to people. So my, my biggest thing has been wanting to do it for other people, also myself, but um, being able to still give that that entertainer in me a little little spot to shine almost. Um, and you say I've been doing it free of charge, which I have been able to continue to do that. Um, I have had my, um, I have got my PayPal up there though, so um, any donations I do get, I'm actually going to find um, a way of, putting that back out into the artists who are really struggling because um, some of us aren't as lucky as me to have venues who are still pushing forward to try and do things. Some people have just lost everything, so I guess I definitely want to try and help them as best I can. And if, you know, me sitting there for four hours putting a makeup on and making a couple of dollars from some really generous people is going to help them, that's all I can do, really. Yeah. The thing about the Melbourne community, which I've always loved, is that we really do come together in trying times. Um, I've never felt anything like it in my life. Um, similar to like the bushfires we've had recently, like we came together, artists were the first people out there creating things, um, fundraisers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the Melbourne community in particular, I find really, really um, supportive and loving, and it's an incredible community to be a part of. Um, I've also created 
a um, like a TV guide for the all of the live stuff that's been happening recently. So um, I'm, I'm putting in there everything that I'm aware of of Melbourne artists and queer, of the community who's creating content. So we're going to post that out every week at the start of each week and share it around so people can see who's doing what at what time so they can tune in and you know support these people. It's also going to be up on Booker Queen website, which will be updated daily as well. So I'm definitely keeping up for that because it's going to I, the whole premise behind that is to, to try and get as much exposure out there and, and you know get out there and spread as much positivity as possible. That was my chat with Jemima Handful yesterday telling us all about what she's been doing to entertain the masses at home during this time. She's been doing some absolutely amazing faces of some fantastic queens, and she's going to do another one tonight. In fact, Robbie, Jemima gave us a call, a message. She sent a message in saying, Hi, it's Jemima listening from the bath, and I'm really glad that she's in the bath because if you saw the face she did of Prozac the other night, the amount of spirit gum she used, I'm not surprised if she's still not covered in glitter. <laughs> this was the completely blue uh, illusion sort of makeup that she did, right? Amazing. It was absolutely amazing and really wonderful, and I'm so excited to have a little look-see tonight and see her do the fabulous Passion Couture. I reckon it's time that I got some tips from Jemima, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And we, uh, we, we, if you wanted to check that out, you can head to her Facebook page, uh, Jemima Handful. You can also at Jemima Handful on Instagram. She's got all her stuff up there and info about all the things that she's doing coming up. Absolutely. We've already obviously tagged Jemima, her Facebook page, on the Mad Wednesday social media. So just click the link, like that page, and there you go. You're laughing. And you can even see the past videos she's done and even more. It's just great. Yeah. Now, Dean, in these in these slightly crazy times, I've been reading the news, and I'm going to have another stab at it very shortly. Are you excited to hear that? I'm really excited to see how you go, Robbie. And not just that, we've got a whole other hour of craziness coming up. We're going to be speaking to the lovely Lexi Gaga. We're also going to chat to the fabulous Felicity Frocaccino and Evie McDonald from ABC Kids, sorry, ABC Me's first day. I can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely. You are on Mad Wednesdays with Robbie and Dean. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to a Mad Wednesday Joy podcast, driving you home and keeping you sane for your hump day. Live every Wednesday from 4 on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.